there and welcome to the second episode of this here Wolfpack podcast. I'm your host Jake where we will be discussing everything involving Star Wars between the movies, TV shows, games, toys, and the lore, canon, and in legends. Um, I originally kind of thought about making this podcast a weekly thing but honestly I've had to wait like a week to record another one of these and I have a lot to talk about so I don't know if I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, really gonna do that I think I'm just gonna make one whenever I feel like it (laughs) because obviously honestly full disclosure this this is I'm recording this on Friday the 10th yeah probably because, you know, I just don't feel like waiting. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. And, uh, you know, I'll probably just drop one of these whenever I really feel like it. I don't know. Weekly, semi-weekly. Whatever. Who cares? Whenever I feel like it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, this week, I want. I really wanted to talk about why this podcast is called the Wolfpack Podcast. The, so, the topic of this week or this episode is about the 104th battalion also known as the wolf pack before we get into it i just want to share with you that this podcast is now available on spotify and apple podcasts so that's you know that's pretty cool it makes me feel a little, a little more official you know um i am i am taking over Okay. <laughs> so, hmm. You know what? Yeah, let's yeah, let's just let's just get into it. The 104th Battalion is honestly I think it might be my favorite clone battalion, my favorite clone yeah, battalion, whatever in Star Wars. Obviously taking place in the Clone Wars between episodes two and three mostly i mean honestly nearly exclusively just being shown in the clone wars cartoon cg cartoon um it was led by the keldor jedi master plo koon who is honestly one of my favorite jedi ever He's so cool and chill and everything. He's going to get his own episode because he's just he's just awesome. And they're led by him. He's their their Jedi general and they're also led co-led by Commander Wolf CC3636, just clone Commander 3636, also known as Commander Wolf, which is where they get their name, the Wolf Pack. They also have their jovial title amongst themselves called Close Bros, which just makes me giddy. You'll find that the icon of my podcast is actually their little painting or graffiti, whatever, that they painted on their gunships. Was you know, the Plo Koon face and the clones and Plo's Bros written in Arabesh. Their the Star Wars language, writing language basically. Uh, their first appearance was in Season 1, Episode 2 of The Clone Wars, Rising Malevolence. I remember I remember this episode. It was very early on 
obviously, in the show, obviously. It's the second episode. But it was like, it was the first arc of the series. I think it was three episodes. And honestly, starting with Rising Malevolence. In which there was a, the clone, or the droids kind of created this um, dreadnought star cruiser that had a giant EMP cannon on it. And it was called the Malevolence. But uh, a little side note here. If you can't tell, I am very much more coherent right now to this episode. Because you can hear that. I got notes. I got notes. Okay. (laughs) I came prepared. I did my homework. Didn't do homework in school. But, you know, this is what matters. (laughs) Yeah, I remember... That first, the first episode of the arc, Rising Malevolence, is so cool because it was, you know, it was Plo Koon and his, the battalion on their star, their star cruiser, and they, you know, stumble upon the Malevolence. I really should have watched the episode. I would have a more vivid memory because I just kind of have their first appearance written here, but I don't actually have what happens because I thought I remembered most of it, and I do, but I probably have a better recap of it who cares the and they you know their ship gets under attack and they get basically wrecked by the malevolence because it shoots their it shoots the emp disables their ship and just blows it apart you know no shields and all that just destroys it so they all have to leave on escape pods and the, the episode mostly focuses on plo Koon, commander wolf and two other clones can't remember their names i think it was two others i think it was only two um in their in their escape pod and they're just kind of floating through the wreckage in space hoping that they'll get rescued hoping that their distress call that they put out before they got blown up will make it to someone and they'll get rescued i remember because like that is terrifying to me (laughs) i really love space but i'm also terrified of space kind of like the water I'm terrified of oceans and lakes. Water I can't see through, but I love swimming. <laughs> I swam in high school. I love I just love swimming. It feels weightless and everything, but terrified of deep ocean. <laughs> but, you know, floating through space with running low on oxygen, don't have any food, there's no planet, you can't land anywhere, you're in a skate pod, you don't really have great control over it, but you know, they run out of power, and they're just floating through space, hoping that they get picked up. And obviously, that was terrifying to me. But it was really cool, because one of my favorite... The part the part that made me love Plo Koon forever was when one of the clones is like, Why do you care so much about us? We're clones. We're meant to be expendable. And Plo Koon just says, Not to me. I'm like, that's awesome. He He cares. He cares about... These guys that all have the same face, but they're different to him, and he knows them, and he wants to protect them, and, like, bro, Plo's a bro, you know, he's, he's, he's your guy, and I, I always loved that, and I remember getting the action figure of the, uh, 104th clone trooper, kind of from that episode, it was, it, on the, on the pack, I remember the package, it was just space trooper, basically, but it was painted, they had their, the 104th painting, or paint on it, which was awesome, they had, like, a little wolf insignia on their helmets, it was dope, but, 
and it came with a jetpack and like a respirator and I was like that nothing that happened in the in the episode I got a jetpack with a missile launcher I was like that wasn't in the episode that didn't happen but you know it was cool and you know whatever I remember that I just remember thinking that was weird at the time even you know at the time but obviously eventually they get rescued and it's you know nice little reunion with Ahsoka who Plo Koon discovered when she was a child and to bring her to the Jedi I'll do an episode on her too because she is you know she's one of those characters that you start off really hating (laughs) but she actually grows and she becomes one of the best and today she is one of the best and you know she's a huge fan favorite because her progression anyway um later on there wasn't much i don't remember if it was still the first season i don't have it written down or anything i don't remember if it was the first seat still the first season i feel like it was the second but the next time we saw pretty much any of the um 104th is when they were sent to help rescue Anakin and Mace Windu when they got trapped by a booby trap that was sprung by a young Boba Fett. Obviously a little sore about watching Mace Windu decapitate his father in front of him. And, you know, he vowed for revenge. And there was an episode where he and a group of bounty hunters, including Ara Singh, who is... He, she she's mostly in a bunch of comics. I don't know if any of it's canon anymore, but you know she's in the show at least. So and she gets mentioned in Solo, which which blew my mind in the theater when dude mentioned Ara Singh. I was like, holy crap! I didn't expect that. But and also had Bosk. Remember Bosk from Empire Strikes Back, Trandoshan, Lizard Man. He's dope. He's cool. He was in there. I think Dengar was even in there too the head-wrapped bounty hunter from Empire. They just threw whoever they could. But yeah, young Boba Fett. And, then, you know, that was pretty much it. They just got a distress, like a distress, I think it was a distress call. And they went and saved him. It's like two minutes. Then the next time that we saw them was in the Citadel arc. It was not really an arc. I think it was only like two episodes. I, re- I watched them recently. And like, man, those episodes are cool. <laughs> Was, at the Citadel was a series. It was two episodes in which it was Obi Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka, and then obviously Captain Rex and Commander Cody, which was Anakin and Obi Wan second in command of their platoons, respectively. Um, had to go and rescue a other Jedi Master, Evan Peel, from a droid not really droid, I want to say separatist prison called the Citadel, and it was notorious for just being brutal and all that, brutal and hard to get into, so they had to break, it was just like fun booby trap stuff and finding, it was just, it was just a good set of good action episodes, like just running, finding the traps, some, some miscellaneous nameless clones die in like really brutal ways like falling into lava and like getting cut into pieces by lasers i was like man that's what i liked about clone the clone Wars show like it was a kids show but like it didn't talk like it and it definitely didn't act like it like people died like it was going out of style it was awesome (laughs) but 
Like, man, yeah, those episodes were cool. <laughs> and they get Evan Peel, and Tarkin is in those episodes, and it's awesome because he's like kind of young, but not super young, because you know he's not—he's pretty old in the original Star Wars. But he shows up, and he was—he's—he was Evan Peel's kind of not second in command, but his admiral of his um, star destroyer, and he's such a—he's such a dick. <laughs> It's so, it's so funny, and I love it, because it's Anakin interacting with Tarkin, and, like, Tarkin's kind of a dick, but Anakin's like, I don't know, he's got some good points. <laughs> I was like, I think that's, I think that's cute. It's just fun. It's cute. And then later on there, I think there was a novel about Tarkin, I think, and it plays into when Darth, Anakin is Darth Vader and them interacting. No, wait, that's the comics. I read those. Obviously, I'm thinking of the Thrawn books. Um, in the Darth Vader, in the more, the Darth Vader comics written by Charles Soule, there are, he interacts with Tarkin early on, like when they first meet and it's awesome. It's so cool. Like he has Tarkin hunt him just so that Darth Vader can like, just cause (laughs) he's like, see if you can hunt me, dude. He's like, okay. And guess what? He doesn't, he, he does all right. But those, those comics, I think it only went for 25 issues. They're amazing. They're so cool. Anyway, the Citadel. <laughs> um, um, should I, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, who cares? There, um, during the escape with Evan Peel, Evan Peel gets killed. And by some... Um, called i want to say anubas anubo dogs anuba anuba hounds they're really weird like reptilian like dog things with really big really weird mouth tusks it's weird they're but they're kind of freaky i think they're native to naboo i remember seeing them in my um bestiary book that i got when i was really young and seeing them in the show i was like holy crap i remember those That that was neat but he gets killed by them and he gives, yeah, they're rescuing him because he has these, this instrumental data or codes. I don't super remember. I really should have like watched all these episodes again, but, um, he dies and he gives his half of the codes to Ahsoka and Tarkin has the other one. So that's why they need to save Tarkin at all. But, um, they need their, they need evac and they send the 104th battalion to evac them while I got really sidetracked there what are you talking about <laughs> anyway yep um later on they assisted the 101st the 501st legion in the battle of Felucia with Anakin it's not I don't even remember those episodes I'm not gonna lie so I really want to go back to that because I really always like hearing about Felucia especially in um original Star Wars Battlefront 2 game, the story mode, the Felucia level is really cool because at the beginning and end of each level, there's like a kind of like a captain's log kind of thing of a member of the 501st. And the way they talk about it, it's like, man, Felucia was like the Vietnam of the Clone Wars. And it's really harsh. (laughs) And I like, it's cool. I like it. Anyway... After that, they were sent on a mercy mission to the planet Alina, which was getting hit by a series of earthquakes that was, like, tearing down cities and killing civilians. 
so they had to go on kind of like a relief mission, but things occurred. I didn't write down enough notes, but honestly, it wasn't really about them. It was a R2-D2 and 3PO-centered episode or two, so I probably skipped them, because, <laughs> you know, I don't want to see that, I want to see the cool stuff, but after that, they got deployed to rescue Adi Gallia, who was another Jedi from the clutches of General Grievous. He does the same thing. He captured Evan Peel, too. They had to save him. Now they gotta save Adi Gallia. Like, man, like, General Grievous is always called, he's, you know, the Jedi Slayer, you know, whatever. He collects lightsabers and junk. You don't actually see him kill a lot of Jedi. He always just captures them. You know, where do you get all these lightsabers, dude? In the OG Clone Wars cartoon from, like, 2003, the 2D one, the Gendy Tartakovsky one, which is fantastic, obviously. He's so cool and freaky and just stone-cold, like, badass. That's the sickest. And he does all crazy twirling and uses his feet to hold lightsabers. And that was kind of before... George Lucas knew what he was doing with Grievous. They just had a design, so they were like, "Here, here's here's our here's gonna be the little villain, the secondary villain of the movie. Do something with him." But you know, they didn't know that he was just gonna be a mustache twirling, dastardly devil villain, as he turned out to be. She very much is in the in the CG Clone Wars cartoon. Which I kind of lament. Because, like, he looks really cool. And he does all the cool stuff with the lightsabers. Man. I mean, I still like him. He's still cool. He's just not great as a character. Or threatening villain. Anyway. Once they achieved that. The rescue of Adigalia. They received. There was. The Jedi Temple received a distress call from a. Jedi, kind of a Jedi cruiser, their little shuttles, and they sent Plo Koon and the 101st to go check it out, because it's a Jedi shuttle, so they're like, that's bad, go see what it is on on the moon of the planet called Obadiah, which is kind of weird, but it's the home world of the Pikes, they're like a they're like a whole race of basically criminals. <laughs> They're the Pike Syndicate, and they are in charge of running the Spice, which is just a drug. Kind of like in Dune. Just, you know, the Spice. It's a drug-running criminal race, basically. Which is a little... Not... It isn't great when you think about it. It kind of regulate the whole race to crime. I guess that's kind of the thing with the Huts, too. I digress. And when they when they get there to the Obadiah's moon, they find the shuttle and it's just raggedy and you know not not tore up, but it's just old, like it's been there a long time. And they find the lightsaber of Jedi Master Sifidius, which you might know as the Jedi Master who commissioned the creation of the clones. Unfortunately, the show was canceled before they could follow up with that, but who knows? Maybe we'll get a taste with Season 7 coming in February. 
I am beyond stoked for, by the way. But yeah, unfortunately, the show got canceled at that by that point. That season that the, that that episode was even in was not even aired on TV. It came out on Netflix, so that was a pretty big bummer, and it got canceled in lieu of Star Wars Rebels, which I'm not a huge fan of. I've seen a lot of the, I've seen a lot of what I think are the good parts, which is you know. Which is Darth Vader and Ahsoka, basically, and Darth Maul. But, um, the 104th don't show up, but, uh, Wolf shows up. Which is interesting, because, you know, obviously Order 66 has happened by now. This is about, I don't remember, I want to say it's like five years before the original Star Wars Rebels takes place. I think, I think, um, in that, between 10 and 5, something like that. So, you know, it's interesting, and he's not, he's not alone, he's with Captain Rex, who was captain of the 501st, who served under Anakin, and he's with, um, Gregor, who is a clone commando, who we only saw in one episode, who was, like, stranded on some planet, he didn't even know he, who he was, he had, like, amnesia, and then by the end of it, he realized who he was, but he, it looks like he sacrificed himself, but apparently he didn't, because he shows up in the episode with Wolf and Rex and they they learned about um, Order 66 which was a chip in all their brains that um, Fives um, the, he's an arc, he was an ARC trooper in the 501st and he was one of the best one of the best ARCs of the show it's in the last season which never aired except on Netflix and on Disney Plus which really sucks that last season has some of the best ARCs and this is one of them and but um he discovered the order 66 chip in the conspiracy but and um evidently rex believed him so he got his chip taken out i don't i haven't seen the whole episode so i don't know how wolf and gregor got their chips out or how they knew but i have to assume that rex you know convinced them of some somehow but they get stumbled upon by the rebels the team of you know, Ezra, Kanan, Hera, all them. But uh, there's a I, I haven't seen the whole show. I'll I'll be honest. Um, when they that there's a I think I want to say it's probably in the last couple episodes. It seems like from what I read, where they're cornered by the Empire, uh, the group of rebels and the uh, former clones, and. Ezra calls in the Loth Wolves, which are these wolves native to Lothal, which the final the bat final battle of the show takes place on uh, the planet, and Ezra kind of summons them with the Force, and these wolves are attacking the Empire and stormtroopers, and I think it's Gregor is like, hey Wolf, you got your wolves back, and he's like, yep, they fight just like the boys did. That's kind of kind of cute, but but yeah, that's pretty much the end of what we see for the wolf end of wolf in the five the 104 104th jeez <laughs> um for at least maybe until the seventh season if they show up who knows i hope so because they're super cool um but i think they're getting a little bit more representation there's been a wolf at least has he's gotten a black series six inch figure which i really want <laughs> I have his um, 
Clone Wars line, um, three and three quarters figure is dope. Because his face, like, obviously his armor is sick because they wear, like, gray and kind of, like, a grayish blue. Those colors, mostly. And, you know, that, he's got, he just looks awesome, his armor. But also his face, because <laughs> he's missing an eye. He's got a big old scar, and he's missing an eye from Asajj Ventress when she she slashed him with her lightsaber. <laughs> so cool. So he just, he everything about him looks just <laughs> and even in Rebels, he has a mutton strap. He's old and bald, but he still has the scar, obviously, and a mutton strap. It's so cool. He's awesome. But, you know, they got a little bit of representation in the newer um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 as a skin for the clones. It was really cool. I rocked that on my um, assault class for the clones. But, um, yeah, I really like the 104th for mostly for the design and Plo Koon, but that those first couple that first um the second episode of the whole show was about them and it really made me love Plo Koon and made me interested in his clones in the 104th because they respect him so much and they love him so much which makes inevitably during order 66 when they when they shoot on him on Selic or not Salakamai. And, um... Oh, goodness. <sighs> the... I don't remember exactly what it's called. It's the planet that the... Um... Nemoidians... Cato Nemoidia. Yes! On uh, Cato Nemoidia. And they fire on him then during Order 66 and have to kill him. It makes it a bit more tragic with all the backstory with how much they respected him. So much so that, you know, they called themselves close bros. And they decorated their gunships with that it makes that betrayal just hurt that that bit more but i think i think that's gonna do it for this episode i just want to talk about probably my favorite clone battalion and the namesake of my podcast here in case it sounds weird that a you know star wars podcast is called the wolf pack not exactly doesn't sound overly original in that way but if you know you know and now you know and i'm not gonna make the joke (laughs) but uh that's gonna do it for this episode not super sure i really want to talk about um ancient sith i might start on that next time maybe not i might keep doing not trickle um topics but you know shorter topics that I can cover in an episode because ancient sith is not either not going to be one episode or it's going to be a really long episode because the ancient sith in legends is one of my favorite things because they're so interesting and weird <laughs> they get weird and it's something I'm really excited to talk about because it interests me so much but you know we'll see what um I decide to talk about maybe yeah, this was, I suppose this was mostly a TV show discussion this time, which was nice because I really love The Clone Wars. It's one of my favorite television shows, period, and let alone favorite, one of my favorite cartoons and one of my favorite Star Wars. Probably the purest Star Wars experience you can get outside of, like, the original trilogy, I think, because, you know, it's just Star Wars. 
and that's and it feels like it it's just not just a feeling that I don't know if I'll ever be able to fully explain but anyway yep that's gonna do it now you can find this podcast obviously wherever you might find it on Spotify on Apple Podcasts and a few others I wish I took note of but um you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Jake underscore Excelsior, all lowercase in case you care. I don't post anything interesting, but you know, get to know me a little bit better. Um, well, have a good week, and if you want to follow us, uh, <laughs> keep dragging this out as I remember more things I should say as I sign out follow me on any of the other wherever podcasts are available become a plo bro plo bro member of the Wolfpack. whatever i need to come up with a snappier ending catchphrase anyway it's gonna do it i'm jake and may the force be with you